What's up, everybody? It's your man, JT, also known as the Bishop, coming at you live and direct with Sound Doctrine, talking about getting your Jesus up. And today, I got with me my cousin, Demond, uh, the young prodigy. We just want to lay it down for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen, amen. And just digging deep, deeper into the reason why Jesus came, and that's what we want to talk about today, uh, why he came, how he came to save us from our sins, uh, to deliver us from the, the hand of the enemy, uh, which is the devil. Uh, some people think that it's other people, but actually uh, it is the devil, as it is written, that we fight not against flesh and blood, but spiritual wickedness in high places. Right. So that's what we're fighting against. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, it's, and just to kick, get this kick started, um, <clears throat> yeah, thinking about some of the things we even talked about in the last segment that we did together, Demond. We was talking about uh, uh, one of the things we interjected in there, and we listened back to it, is that the reason why Jesus came, and you were saying, and somebody was saying, well, what no need for Jesus to come? If, if uh, what, what was you saying? No, he was saying if if we can live a life without sin, there wasn't no reason for Jesus to come. You know, you're saying it's impossible, or else Jesus wouldn't have came for us. We could live a life without sin. Okay, right, right, right. So, obviously, we can't live without sin. Uh, so, you know, that's why the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, if Jesus don't come, then how are we going to overcome sin? Uh, so, the scripture says, he whom the Son has set free is free indeed, mm -hmm. and you're going to know the truth. So, if I need to be set free by the Son of God, that means I must be in bound and bondage to something. Uh, and obviously, the thing I know I was in bondage to, and the Bible testifies to it also, that we all was in bondage to sin. Mm -hmm. So sin had us bound, but Jesus came to set us free. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to add to that. Um, and <clears throat> he, set us, he set us free from sin, like in the last segment we talked about. The Bible says, He was manifested to take away our sin, and in him is no sin. Uh, and whosoever abides becomes sin of not. Uh, but two, I just wanted to touch on it. It can also set you free from just, you know, daily daily struggles you got. Depression. Mm -hmm. It can set you free from that. Uh, fear. Right. Uh, you know, any situation, any person. It's, it's not just limited to one thing. He can set you free from anything that, that has you under his yoke. You know, because there's a lot of different tools and um, things that the devil uses, you know, to hold people up. Their minds. Right, um, right. He played, played, played a big part, you know, the devil interject a whole lot of different things into your mind but you don't got to believe everything you think you know just because of mine and i didn't come to your mind you don't have to dwell on it um scripture comes to my mind where it says uh casting out imaginations and every high thing that is all stuff against the knowledge of god bringing every thought to captivity to the obedience of christ i'm sorry oh, yeah, that's my favorite scripture yeah <laughs> I, I learned that one from you <laughs> but um you know, the things you think about, man. Watch, yeah. watch what you entertain. Right, Those right. are things that are pure and holy. Think on these things. Right. Um, you you got to watch what enters into your mind because you you end up becoming what you think. And I remember it. seeing this quote one time. Mine is a battleground. Yeah, I remember seeing this quote one time where it said, uh, uh -huh. your thoughts are seeds. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like your thoughts are seeds. Oh, no. Your mind is a tree. And you and if you, if you plant seeds, you can grow. If you plant seeds either plant seeds or grow weeds um so it's like whatever you put in there if you put negative thoughts into your mind that's right. what's going to come forth it's gonna come out if you put positive yeah. thoughts in your mind that's what's going to come out so you got to watch right. what you allow don't put the flesh and sinful thoughts in your mind you got to rebuke them immediately and i'll call in the name of jesus amen hey amen that's right like you said there's a lot of things that jesus can set us free from uh, 
that we uh, definitely go through or we definitely take ourselves through. And no man, no man is an island. So when you, you know, the idle mind is the devil's playground. Mm-hmm. He like to get us alone and try to try to manipulate our mind. And you know what, man? A lot of stuff, man. You know, people be affected by what happened when they kids. So they be having issues based off of what happened in their childhood. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you don't understand. You know, when I was three, my father and my mother did this and that to me. And you know, you know, you like, man, it's forty years ago, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but a lot of people had those issues going on in their in their mind. And a lot of times they don't want to reveal them to nobody. But you know, some people go to psychiatrists or whatever, or they go to their pastor for counseling. Mm-hmm. But, but Jesus is the wonderful counselor who we really need to take it to. Yeah, he's the able one, uh, the only one that's able to set free and deliver. And having said that, I'm reminded of a woman with the issue of blood. She had all those issues, and it says with the issue of blood, which runs deep. So when you know you got an issue, you know you want to take it to Jesus because she spent. A lot of her time trying to go to doctors and physicians and trying to be healed, but none of them people could heal her until she finally decided, hey, you know what, if I could just but touch the hem of his garment, mm-hmm. I could be made whole. So we could be made whole. We could just reach out and touch him. Amen, amen. So that's the reason, some of the reasons why Jesus came, um, like the woman with the issue of blood. So that's one example. Uh, so what do you think about that, Demond? Oh, uh, that was a good, uh, good point you made. Um, but you know, the scripture come to my mind where it say, uh, "They that are whole have no need of physician, but they that are sick." I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's that's why Jesus came. You know, because uh, we were all once sinners, but He came so that we could be made anew, be made pure. Um, so that's why I, when a lot of people say to me that they don't, they don't feel like they're ready. Or that they want to get themselves together before they come to the Lord, uh, which really makes no sense because if we can get ourselves together, then Jesus would need there's no no need for Jesus to come. Right. <laughs> so um, that's why we come to Jesus to get ourselves together uh, mm-hmm. to confess and forsake sin. Scripture says, "He that confesses and forsakes shall have mercy." Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why He came here. You know, it's like when we sick, if you got the flu, or you got a broken ankle or something, you don't. You know, you usually doctor yourself up. If you got a terminal illness, say if you got cancer, you can go to the hospital to get better. Uh, you don't right. say, well, I'm going to fight this cancer on my own and I'm going to have no treatment at all. Then I'm going to go to the doctor. And then I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm like, no, no. You go to the doctor so they can help you, you know, get rid of those things. They got different um, different tools and different remedies and different medicines to help you out. And that's the same right, thing right. with the Lord. You got the Holy Ghost. You know, we got the Word. You know, he got baptism, he got repentance. There's a lot of things that the Lord can give you. He can give you hope, he can give you strength, he can give you courage, he right. can give you power. There's a lot of different things, uh, remedies and medicines that the Lord can give you. Uh, we just got to be willing to uh, submit ourselves to God. Scripture says, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from thee. So we submit ourselves to God. Uh, that's, mm. that's, that's when the Lord makes us new. That's when he takes away um, all of our pains and all of our sufferings. Uh, and my second point. I wanted to make mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people say they want to they want to make sure that their mind is ready you know, they want to get out I've had people tell me they want to get out all they sin get my mind ready but before, <laughs> before they come to the Lord uh, but the scripture says hell and destruction is never full so a man's eyes are never satisfied right you're never going to be satisfied with what you're doing you never if you out there having sex with a bunch of women you're going to want if you get have a hundred you won't want two hundred that's right. You won't want three hundred. Right. Vice versa, if you're a woman, you want to be out there with men. If you want to, if you want one drink, you go turn it to two, three, four, it five drinks. It ain't gonna stop. It ain't gonna stop at all. Remember, uh, my and Gina. This is a little personal story. Yeah. <laughs> she used to make uh, some great lasagna. I remember I was like eleven years old, and I was 
kept going back, sneaking in her kitchen. I got yeah. one piece. <laughs> one piece turned into two. Two turned into three. Before you know it, I done ate the whole thing. Yeah. I done ate the whole little leftovers, you know what I'm saying? You don't stop. Because uh, I didn't stop. I kept going back for more and for more. Um, and I, I thought it was... You know, it was right for me to do it. You know, it was food. She made it. I mean, somebody got to eat it. Somebody got to eat it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just was indulging. But that's sin. Yeah. Sin keeps you coming back for more. Keep you coming back uh, for more. The scripture says, No, you're not to whom you yield yourself servants to obey. Um, that Those servants you are to whom you obey. Whether yep. it's sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Yep. So when sin keep calling you, like the lasagna was calling me, you're going to go. <laughs> just back to back. You're going to keep going. Keep calling me back. Keep <laughs> <laughs> calling me back. <laughs> you just go keep whatever the sin is. It could yeah. be drugs. It could be not fighting. It could be murder. Yeah. You know, it could be jealousy, yeah. lying. It's gonna keep calling. You gonna keep going back. You know what I mean? So you're never gonna get enough of it. So you gotta that's right. submit yourself. Go to the doctor, Jesus. Go to the physician, God. You know, go to him um, so they can cleanse you of everything. Right, right. So they can make you anew. Next like scriptures put you off the former conversation, of the old man. Yeah. Put on that new man in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, that's what Jesus came for, you know, for us to come to him so he can make us whole, you know. He came for the sinners. Mm -hmm. So shame is a another tool of the devil. The devil have you shame like you done did too much. Right. Uh, you ain't going to be worthy. <laughs> you know, that, that's just what you're going to constantly think in your mind. Like, I done did too much. The Lord ain't going to want me. But that's not true. Uh, scripture says, turn unto me. God said, turn unto me and I'll turn unto you. Mm -hmm. So if you come to God with a pure Right, um, right, sincere heart. He's not gonna let you down. Exactly. Now, he ain't like these people out here that lead you on. You, you following after them. You loving them, and they don't love you back. That ain't God. Mm -hmm. That ain't God. Scripture also says, "Draw nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you." And Scripture also says, "No man coming to me except I draw." So mm -hmm. if, if you feeling that put that push to get closer to God, that's Him calling you. Mm -hmm. So don't let the devil, don't let shame, don't let it psych you out, man. That's that's all a a, a trick of the devil. Yeah, like you said, that's all a trick of the enemy. Uh, the devil is a liar. So we just want to understand the reason why Jesus did come at the same time. Uh, all the things he's able to do for us, you know, in serving God. So there's, there's benefits in serving him. That's why David said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Mm -hmm. Then he repeated himself. Then he said, and forget not all his benefits. So there's benefits in serving God, able to give us the ability to overcome anything that's not like unto God. So we can make it into the kingdom of heaven one day. And that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, even Solomon in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, yeah. at the end of the book, he lets you know, he said, <laughs> so let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Yeah. Fear God, keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. So we have a duty under God to serve him. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go to work, you're laboring for a reason. You're laboring to get the paycheck. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. So you could be laboring, you know, to, at the end of the day, you're going to receive your wages, which would be death. Or the gift of God is everlasting life. So... You know, uh, and that reminds me of the way the transgressor is hard. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> the life of a transgressor can be tough. So in other words, so if you're a sinner, your life is going to be tough. And then at the end of the day, you're going to receive the wages of death. But the gift of God, which is something I didn't even have to labor for, but it was freely given to me uh, because of the mercy of God and by him sending his only begotten son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Mm -hmm. So we don't uh, any longer have to live there is. So... There's a way out of everything in Christ Jesus. Uh, with man, nothing is possible. With God, all things are possible. We can see that if we just come to the light. But however, like the mom was saying, I can't expect to be clean if I'm dirty and then go wash myself in more filth. Mm -hmm. It's not going to help me out. Uh, so in the provocation, 
which reminds me of the provocation in Moses when he says, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. So if God is calling you, it's time for you to come to him now. No matter how clean or how dirty you perceive yourself to be, mm -hmm. you can't clean yourself up anyway. Right. It's going to take Jesus to do it. That's the reason why he came. Yeah. He came to clean us up. He came to save us from our enemy, which is the devil, Lucifer himself. Mm -hmm. So that's the true enemy. You know, a lot of people think that people are the enemies of this situation or that situation is the enemy. But the devil is your enemy that he came to to destroy the works of the devil. Mm -hmm. And the devil uh, comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and then that you might have it more abundantly. So then that tells me in and of itself that I must not have really been living when I thought I was doing some living, when I was fornicating, when I was smoking, when I was drinking, when I was out there going to clubs, when I was doing those things that are of the world. I thought I was living, but Jesus said, I came to give you life that you might have it more abundantly. Mm -hmm. So the devil had me deceived and thinking that I was living, but in other words, I was just laboring for death all day long. Yeah. But God said, I got a gift for you. Yeah. It's everlasting life. Yeah. It's come to me. Yeah. I'll free you from that sin. The things that got you bound. Mm -hmm. You know, sin has you bound up. It has us bound up into a place where we can't become everything that God has created us to be. Mm -hmm. And so that's why Solomon is so significant when he says, listen to the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments. Then you can become complete in Christ Jesus. If I fear him, keep his commandments, and walk upright before him, I can be a complete creature in Christ. Yep. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, take that be set free. Yeah. I thinking of another thing. Um reasons Jesus came into the world. Um, I believe it, it was John chapter 18. I can't remember the specific verse. Um, and he was saying how he came into the world to bear witness of the truth. And everyone that hears, everyone that knows the truth, hears his voice. Mm -hmm. um, Cause it, it, and that just, that reminds me of a situation, man. I remember I was at work and all my employees coming to me with this nonsense, man, about this a procedure we had to do. Mm -hmm. And they was doing it the completely wrong way. Right. And I'm like, I'm over the phone. I'm at home, people on the phone calling me. I'm like, man, who done taught y'all this? This garbage. <laughs> like, right, right. This is not how you're supposed to do that. So I came all the way from my house, mm -hmm. all the way to my job to show them the correct way to do it. Right. Because it was, it was just so much nonsense, so much false, uh, felonious procedures out there. Mm -hmm. Came all the way from my house just to show them. Um, and that's Jesus. You know, Jesus. There's a lot of untruthful things out there. A lot of evilness. A lot of wickedness out right, there. Right. Um, he said he came to bear witness of the truth. That's, that's John 18. So he came mm -hmm. to show us right away. He says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." Mm -hmm. uh, righteous arm yourself likewise with the same mind of Christ mm -hmm. we gotta walk in the same steps that he walked in we gotta do the same things that he do he came to be an example for us um, he came to show us the righteous way he came to show us about repentance Jesus himself a lot of people say you don't have to get baptized Jesus himself got baptized I mean, you think you ain't got to get baptized? Jesus ain't got baptized? Right, he, got baptized. he definitely didn't have to, but he, he did. He didn't need to. Yeah, I mean, so we got to walk in the same steps he walked in. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's no other way to do it. You know, you might get a lot of people who might say this or say that, but you got to follow the steps of Jesus. Be his example. Be the example that he followed. Um, I'm to say to, uh, we're supposed to follow his example. Because like the scriptures say, here until we are called, um, Christ also suffering his flesh. I'm sorry. Chris says that we should follow his example. We did no sin. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, so we just, just got to follow the example he said. That's know, right. Uh, plain and simple. They don't get no plainer than that. However, you know, we got reasons why we think he came and we make up, or people tend to make up reasons why they think Jesus came or whatever. Uh, even in churches, they have uh, different doctors, obviously, depending on the type of church you go to. So you're going to get a lot of different reasons. Or a lot, a lot of different doctrines put out there as the reason why he came, what he did, 
why he did what he did. But however, the only way to get down to it as far as going to the scriptures for us to begin to tackle exactly what he did and put it all together into one and understand that Jesus came that we might have life. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what it comes down to. So then if he comes for give us life and come to free us from the enemy, from the clutches of sin, from the clutches of the devil, we realize that, you know what, I don't fight against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. So then, uh, you know, uh, first, not first Corinthians, but second Corinthians chapter 10, uh, Paul lets us know, he says, although we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not colonel, mm -hmm. but they are mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds. So then God is able to help us pull down strongholds, but it's through him. Uh, another scripture says, be strong, therefore, in the Lord, and the power of his might. I can't be strong in my own might and overcome sin or overcome the, uh, the works of the devil or overcome my enemy. Uh, <clears throat> but in God, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for for us that uh, a lot of people quote that scripture, uh, that's Philippians uh, 4.13. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Philippians 4.13. So a lot of people quote that scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And they talk, they talk about football or basketball or something. something they ain't got nothing to do with overcoming uh, the works of the enemy, overcoming the flesh. It has nothing to do with that. But Paul is talking about overcoming the devil. Mm -hmm. Paul is talking about overcoming the flesh. And so he's letting you know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because whatsoever state I find myself in, I find myself there for to be content. Mm -hmm. So if I'm broke, busted, and disgusted, I'm content that I still got Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. If all my enemies are raging against me, if the devil is raging against me, if the storm is raging against me, I find myself to be content so I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In other words, I can make it through anything that the devil is throwing at me. All the fiery darts of the wicked are quenched by the shield of faith. So uh, those are some of the things that Jesus came to equip us with, things like that. We talk about fighting, mm -hmm. uh, fighting warfare. He came to equip us with the, the full armor of God mm -hmm. so we might be able to stand in the evil day. So we can stand and we can withstand and we can be still and know that he is God if we be willing to put on the full armor of God. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of time in the church, they preach a watered down version of certain mm -hmm. things and they just kind of take away or discredit Jesus for even coming. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when he came that I might have life, but he loves me so I can just go ahead and continue in sin. But the Bible says, how can we continue in sin? Shall grace may abound if I, I'm going to continue sin? God forbid. Yeah. I can't continue with sin and grace abound at the same time. Yeah. So God forbid. So we just thank God for the mercy that he does have on us. And I think you said this earlier, DeMond, when you quoted the scripture over there in First John, when he says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. Yeah. So and able to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But we got to be able, willing to confess. We got to be willing to uh, submit. There's a precept there that says you got to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Yeah. So as some things, the onus becomes on us once we come into the knowledge of the truth in order for us to walk in in the life mm -hmm. and overcome the workers of the flesh and overcome the devil, mm -hmm. which Jesus came to do. He came to destroy all those works. And he did an excellent job in it. He triumphed, triumphed over it in it mm -hmm. and showed it openly and he saved us from our sins one day. So God is good, but however, our intentions or our thoughts or the way we want to live or the way we want to walk takes precedent over the word of God in a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. But it says, come out from among them and be ye separate, said the Lord. Yeah. And touch not the unclean thing. Then I will receive you and ye shall be my sons and my daughters. But we have an issue with that because we want to do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And we want to do some of the things God tells us to do, but not everything he's saying do. Yeah. But if we do everything he's saying do, then we're able to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh mm -hmm. and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. But we can't do those things 
if we think that, uh, you know, people trip over the word perfect when they see that, but if you follow instructions, you can put something together perfectly. Yeah. If I open up a box and it's telling me how to put together a dresser or a bed or something, mm-hmm. and I don't follow the instructions, well, I'm probably going to put it together wrong, yeah. and it won't come out perfect. But if I follow every instruction... Yeah, so if I follow every instruction, more than likely it's going to come out perfect. Uh, just the way uh, the person who intended for Hyde to be is going to come into fruition. So then, you know, uh, a lot of people trip over to some of those things. And uh, I'll let you go back into Matthew 5. But, it, you know, they trip over some of the stuff we talked about, about mm-hmm. God being able to perfect that which is lacking. You know, mm-hmm. with me and nothing is possible. With God, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. So if I believe that God is all-powerful, he able to take me, an imperfect being, and perfect that which is lacking in me. Mm-hmm. He able to make me righteous and make me whole and make me complete in Christ. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm always reminded of Abraham over in Genesis 17 and 1, when God came and talked to him, he said, walk before me and be thou perfect. He said, because mm-hmm. I am the almighty God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm El Shaddai. I am the almighty God. Walk before me, Abram, and be thou perfect. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he changed Abraham, Abram's name to Abraham. So he didn't just tell him to be perfect, but he gave him instructions on how to be. He told him to circumcise himself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain things he told him to do. He said, do this, do that. Uh, circumcise your children. Circumcise your son when he's born on the eighth day. Things of that nature, he gave him instructions on how he can walk up right before God Mm -hmm. and be pleasing in the eyes of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of time, if if we tell our kids to do something or or if our loved one, our spouses, our girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, if they do certain things the way we like it, we'd be like, oh, man, that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just just the way I want it. Mm -hmm. You know, we can do the same thing with God. We can please him in the same manner by obeying him and keeping his commandments. Amen. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Uh, Stranger said that he's talking about making that thing which is lacking perfect bringing that scripture uh mm-hmm. says uh my gracious for sufficient for thee yeah you know in my strength in your weakness my strength is made perfect <laughs> right right <laughs> so it's some some of those things that uh we feel like we're lacking those are the things those are the ways god is going to bring us up in him um for instance i was shy uh, sit back in the church, quiet, you know, not make a peep out of nothing. Right. Um, but God used that to his advantage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, God, you know, he, he took me aside, you know, and he showed me what he wanted me to do and what he wanted me to be, and I had to lean on him every step of the way. And in that, that's what God brought up out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he brings some of those things that you think that right, are right. useful, some of those things you think you lacking. He gonna bring that up in you. Right. And ain't gonna be ain't gonna be no choice but to know that that's the Lord. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I can't do that on my own. It <laughs> right. gotta be God to do that in me. Now, like Scripture says, likewise the Spirit. Um, Speak expressly. That pause. That's one that popped in my mind when you said it. When you said the spirit, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the spirit helped our infirmities. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. About, yeah, it's, I was it's way, totally I was on something totally different. Yeah, nah, that's, yeah the spirit helped our infirmities. You know, we know how to pray for as we are, but the spirit helped our infirmities. Um, so, you know, the Lord can bring those things that we're lacking in, and he can make make those things sharp. Um, but one thing I was thinking also, too, talking about the reasons Jesus came. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people... Um, they, instead of listening to the people that Jesus gave authority to, because Jesus told his apostles, go ye therefore and teach all nations. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't listen to the things that the apostles have. Instead, they like to listen to their pastors and their church <laughs> right. or their ministers. My pastor, see. Yeah, I mean, but Jesus told the apostles, <laughs> go ye therefore and teach all nations. Them are the people he gave authority to. Um, those people he taught, he taught, he was right. walking with every day. Someone got caught up to the third heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Them are the people he pulled aside and, <laughs> and taught. 
You know, so those people he gave authority to. Um, so if your preacher, bishop, pastor, whoever can't show you, can't make what they saying line up with the word or what the apostles are uh -huh. saying, then those, you don't need to listen to them. Yeah. We talked about that in the previous segment, but they right. got to line up. Yeah. They got to line up with the word. Um, it's a lot of people tell you it's okay to fornicate. Um, but the scripture tell you the works of the flesh, uh, your fornicators want to inherit the kingdom of God. Right. Now, a lot of people tell you it's okay to be drunk, you know, go out drinking. Scripture says drunkenness, you want to inherit the kingdom of God, to be zealous, I'm sorry, jealous, lying, <laughs> envy, witchcraft. Yeah. Uh, all those things, all those things, you know, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. You got to take aside those, cast aside those works of the flesh. Uh -huh. uh, those is in our Galatians, so you might want to look those up. Yeah. Um, you got to live by the Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, the Spirit, we're talking about the Holy Ghost. Uh, as the scripture says, hereby we know we abide in us by the spirit which he has given us. Mm -hmm. you know, that's how you know you got God in you. Right. That's right. what Jesus came for. Right. Put that God inside of you. Put that spirit inside of you. Right. And to put his word inside of you. A lot of people say they love Jesus. He said, if you love me, you keep my words. You keep my commandments. Like, if you I love, love me. Jesus. Yeah. I right, said, so let us not love in word, not in tongue, but in deed and in truth. In deed and in Are truth. You're bringing them actions that show that you love. You're bringing that, that truth out. You know what I mean? It's, it's not about what you say. It's what about what you, you do. do. You can say you love somebody all the time. You're cheating on them. You don't love them. Just saying. Right now. And then, um, you know, another another uh, point on, uh, on love. And I was... Uh, the scripture, you know, it says, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul. Mm -hmm. I feel like mind, mind and strength, I, I just feel like those are kind of uh, obvious what he was saying. But I was just wondering, like, well, how do you love, how do you love him with your soul? Like, that, that one to me, I was just mm -hmm. digging deep. Like, man, I, I need more understanding on, <laughs> on this. Right, right. I wanted to understand it deeply. And I went over there and was reading about uh, David and Jonathan. And... I find it amazing, man. The scripture was saying how how much how Jonathan loved David more than his own soul. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, but how? I mean, what? Mm -hmm. I mean, how does he, how did he show it? What expressions was he? You know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying that he loved the guy um, David more than his own soul. And then he was talking about how he gave him the robe off his back. Mm -hmm. He gave him the sword. Yeah. He gave him his very garments. He stripped his. He gave him everything. In, right. in other words, he gave him everything. Yep. He said even his very garments, his girdle, his sword, his robe, whatever, his bow. Right. He gave him everything. And David didn't ask for it. Right. John didn't love him that much. He just gave it up willingly. Gave it to him. Yeah. And I start thinking about us. How many of us is willingly giving up things to the Lord? Right. Willingly. Strip yourself. You know, just giving up whatever. You know, if a job was causing our, our relationship with God to get in the way, mm -hmm. you're giving that up. If, if a relationship with somebody is causing your relationship with God is hindering it, then giving that up. And we give and we giving him praise without asking for it. We giving him worship without asking for it. Right. And we praise we praying to him without him asking for it. You know, right. are we spending time to God without him asking for it? Are we living our lives in the word? Are we reading his word? What are we giving up to God you know, right. to show that we love him more than our own soul? Right. Jonathan, David didn't ask for none of those things from Jonathan, but Jonathan loved him that much that he right. just willingly gave that stuff up to him. Right. And that's what God was telling me. How, what are you willingly going to do for him? Willingly going to do. What do you, I, I, I ain't got to ask for nothing. I can have whatever I want. Right. <laughs> you know what, I mean? yeah. what are you willingly going to do for me? That's I right. just thought that was profound. I'm like, man, that's... that's one of I, never, I never thought it of... Yeah. I never thought of that, man. Yeah, it's deep. And, and then, talking about how David and Jonathan made a covenant. Mm -hmm. And even after Jonathan died, David still loved Jonathan. He loved him so much that he took mm -hmm. care of his son, Meshiba, uh, I think it was Meshibosheth. Meshibosheth, yeah. Meshib yeah, he, was, he, he gave him a house. Mm -hmm. He sat, the Bible says that he sat at, at the David table with David's son. That's right. 
David and his sons, he sat at the table. This is years after Jonathan done yeah, passed. Yep. He still kept that covenant. Yep. And, and that's how God will look out for us. You know, we love him with all our soul. Yep. You know, he gonna, he gonna do things for us, for us. Um, probably even look after our offspring, things we don't even know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's going to be looking out for us. And I just right. thought that was real powerful, man. To love God with all your soul. All your soul. got to willingly give. Willingly give. And willingly give everything. That's it. Because the Bible says a false, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. Yeah. But just wait is the Lord's delight. So you better give him what he do. All right, you know what I mean? You ain't about to go to, you ain't going to go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to go to the store and buy a dollar bag of chips for 50 cents. It's right. not happening. You ain't about to cheat the cashier like that. Yeah. Same thing with God, you know. Don't cheat. Don't cheat him. Don't cheat him. If he deserves two, three hours of land, give him two, three. Actually, give him four, five hours. Don't just stop at two or three. Give him a little extra on top of that. Yeah. You know, he ain't, you can't just give him whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. That right. ain't what kind of guy he is. You That's ain't gonna it. go to no ruler, no king. That's it. Say, oh, he go twenty dollars or a hundred dollars. They gonna mm -hmm. look at you like you crazy. Yep. <laughs> they go, they requiring that of you. Something gonna be required. That's it. Your life, something. You gotta do something gonna be required. Of you you gotta give him what he's doing, man. Um, don't withhold withhold nothing. I like that song. Okay, mm -hmm. I don't know who sing it, mm -hmm. but withhold nothing. Give them everything willingly. Mm -hmm. Give willingly. Give we everything. Down. Willingly die. Yep. Yeah, you gotta willingly give everything, just like Jonathan did. Everything. Um, and that's what it means to love with John. So, and I, that good. spoke to me. That's real simple. That's breaking it down simply. Yeah, that that, that it, it, when you say that. I'm just telling you, it reminds me of the first and great commandment of all. Yeah. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength. Yeah. So, all your soul, give him everything you got. Everything. You know, so, so it remind, you know, another thing reminds me of what David says in the, in the Psalms, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, yeah. I bless his holy name. So, yeah. everything that you got, if I don't have anything else, I have all I have is my soul. Right. So, if I give God all of my soul, that's the root of who I am from the from the birth of every thought that I have, yeah. from right then and there, it should be, I'm going to bless him. Yeah. Right then and there, I should be, I, I'm going to love him. That's the first and great commandment. Mm -hmm. And the second commandment is like, unto and love thy neighbor as thyself. Yeah. On these two commandments, we can hang all the law and the prophets. So we can get back into that a little bit. Yeah. But however, at the same time, Jesus came so he might be able to fulfill that. Love. Them two commandments, which is love. Yeah. And it's all about loving God first. Yeah, everything true. I got, if I give him everything I got, he can, he can make me into whatever he want me to be. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, like the scriptures say, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So he came to show us the way. He bear witness to the truth, and he gave us life. Um, scriptures say, this is his commandment, that we should believe on his name, and that we should love one another as he has loved us. Amen. And uh, we should love the Lord with all our mind, heart, strength, and soul. So That's a wrap. <laughs> and that's why Jesus came, amen, yeah. to save us from our sins. Amen. Praise the Lord. Everybody have a blessed day. Have a blessed new year. Hopefully you got something out of this. It'll take you higher in the Lord. If not, you ain't already there. And get your Jesus up. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs>